This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Dave and I have had some fine days on the water and caught a lot of trout, but we've also had some duds. I mean, some trips when the fishing was slow, nothing seemed to go right. And today we're going to tell you about a recent trip we took that was, well, I don't know what else to call it, except it was kind of a dud, wasn't it? <laughs> That's an old word. I know, it, it is. It, it's but an it's, old, it it's works. An old, it's an old problem <laughs> for fly fishers, <laughs> especially like me. Oh, man. Well, the reason we're doing this is that maybe our experience will encourage you that you're not alone if you've had a crummy day in the water and that there are ways that you can actually salvage it. Dave, I'm sure you know what trip I'm talking about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, do I. We had about a two-day window, a Friday morning through a Saturday afternoon to fly fish in the Driftless. You know, if you've listened to the podcast, you know we've fly fish in the Driftless, both on the Minnesota side and the Wisconsin side. It was a four-hour drive each way, and we figured we'd fish on a Friday evening, hit the evening rise, and then Saturday morning maybe fish till 11 or 12 and then come home. And honestly, that's about the only part of our plan that materialized that weekend, <laughs> didn't it? So let, let's talk about the problem. I mean, the, 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 week just, or the weekend just got off to a wrong start right away, didn't it? Well, it was one of the worst weeks that I've had in my business yeah. for quite some time. I just got notified by the Illinois Department of Employment Security that they're doing an audit of my firm. Oh, man. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah. With all the problems in Illinois, the $100 billion pension shortfall, yeah. the shootings in Chicago, all the 150,000 gang members, the budget deficit, and you're coming after me with a sledgehammer trying to hit a gnat. Yeah, somebody, and, and somebody who's uh, done everything with integrity. Oh, like, my good gosh. Night. So I had spent the week before... Oh, I don't know how many hours going through. I had to go through every transaction for two from 2015 and make yeah. sure that I was a, had it accounted for. Well, and I got there late anyway, and I'm feeling bad that I get there late. Man, you were on the phone. I sat I was and talked on the to phone your wife, Janet, because you're on the phone with your accountant. Yeah, and, with, uh, not the auditor, with yeah. the accountant. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. So finally, then, we, we get out of town. Right. Well, well, no. So you were late. So you were yeah. late, and I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad he's late. And then when you arrive, I was thinking I was ready to go. And then I got the call That's from the right. accountant, That's and I was right. back at it, trying to yep. get some documentation back yep. to her. And so finally, we're on our way. And, and it always, the, the most difficult part of the trip is just getting out of the suburbs. Totally. We're almost out of the suburbs, and the phone rings, and it's your wife, Jana. She goes, hey, um, Dave, um, Jalen, which is our eight-year-old, she was in the bathroom and she saw your wallet on the counter and I quickly felt my back of my pants I went oh no so we were a good 30 minutes out oh yeah yeah so she's your money your fishing license everything yeah Yeah. (laughs) my credit cards driver's license my money yeah everything so uh, we're oh we're so we're late we're thinking already we're not gonna be able to fish that much yeah Mm -hmm. so you have these questions 
should we even be doing this trip? Yeah, you know, I know. So, yeah, so, so we, we turned around, didn't we? Went yeah. partway back to a McDonald's. and uh, Jana met us there. She went halfway. and so Yeah, that was really graces. sweet of her. Yeah, she's she's she, got she, such a great heart. I owe her for that one. So, you do. So the trip did not get off on a great start. No, and finally we got there. I mean, it, it was a nice drive, and we stopped at the fly shop. But, man, we, we got out to the stream late, and I was really surprised that Boy, it's just a lot different in late June than it is in April and May when we yeah, usually fish that. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the one reason, the grass is so high. So oh, if you've never fished in the Driftless, it's so different from fly fishing in yeah. Montana, at least most yeah. of the places I fish in Montana. So these beautiful, beautiful spring creeks flow mm -hmm. through pastures. Oh, yeah. And it's... so in early spring then you don't have the high grass yeah i just hadn't thought about but that. but once it hits june late june it's hot there's a lot of sun on the water yeah. and the grass has got to be what three four feet high oh yeah i felt like i was back in montana walking through a field moving hand line so we could get a swather in i mean it was it was high yeah it was really it was. high and i kept snagging my back cast on it i think that was the most annoying part of it like i've I've never had to worry about grass. Believe me, I've uh, hooked my back cast <laughs> and everything else known to man. I mean, whether it's barbed wire fences and tree branches and <laughs> and people, <laughs> probably you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but on grass, it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, that's the big thing when people move from the west and they move to let's say the Chicago area, like Steve and I did. The one thing you don't realize is how little rain that the west gets yeah that's true. especially in montana i grew up in north dakota mm -hmm. i mean with sometimes on a weekend here in chicago we'll get more rain on a weekend when it yep. when there's a deluge than we mm -hmm. get in the entire year in north dakota yep. it seems like so oh, it's I so different it. and one of those consequences is tall grass oh and i so know once you once late june hits it's really more difficult to fly fish those so we're kind of complaining oh. in this moment, aren't we? Yeah, we are a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it's know, kind of a first, first world, world problem. <laughs> totally, exactly. Totally, totally. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I know. Well, and I remember I, I noticed my allergies were starting to kick up a little bit. And <laughs> when I was in my early 20s in Montana, I was working for a rancher. And I remember my eyes swelled shut when I was out in a, in a hay field. But, but every year it's gotten better. But I, I still notice sometimes uh, that, you know, there's enough pollen around here so yeah so i mean the grass i'm, I'm snagging my back cast on the grass and then the pollen's making me sneeze oh I remember mean, the cows we we had to try to maneuver delicately because the cows were oh, like yeah next that, to the bank and steve oh, was on one that's side right you i forgot about that i i wasn't even paying any attention i didn't think there was a bowl in that bunch and you go hey steve that's a bowl i look up i was like whoa no kidding. and here we are just feet in you know in, oh, in front i'm thinking i know it all right i'm just gonna back away really slowly oh. well and and if some of you listening haven't uh, spent a lot of time around cattle i know dave's worked cattle a lot and i I did a little bit when I was in Montana. I mean, you, you can walk through cattle and they're, they're not going to bother you at all. But if there is a bull in the bunch, you had better yeah, watch out. All of a sudden, everything's changed. And if you hadn't said anything, I probably would have walked 10 feet by this bull with my head down, <laughs> you know, fiddling with something, probably blowing my nose or doing whatever. Oh, and it oh. was belligerent. I mean, it oh. didn't just walk away like no. the cows do. It kind no. of, you know, there was You're right. a little testosterone flowing through That's uh, the what body. I was, I was trying to remember that the other day. I thought there was something that happened, something stupid I did. 
And, and that was it. I wasn't looking to see if there was a bull in the bunch because, man, <laughs> they can be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we survived that. But we get down to the water, and I was excited because there were crane flies that were rising. And, and right away I saw one fish uh, rise, and I think you saw one or two, yep. and that was it. There yeah, I don't think his, there was another there rise was, the rest of the evening. No, we didn't see a thing <laughs> rising. And I was stubborn. Like, I am going to fish dries. I didn't come here to fish nymphs this time. This is a dry fly trip. And I was stubborn, and uh, my stubbornness got me absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. I caught nothing that <laughs> night. And spoiler alert, I caught nothing the next morning. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the other thing was... <laughs> We forgot the insect repellent. Oh, course, yeah. You know, we you, made a point to stop and buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we probably paid twice the amount that we should have because we thought we had to do it last minute. We yeah. were at a convenience store. Oh. And uh, so we purchased and then we forgot it. So we're down by the creek and we're thinking, oh, I don't want to walk all the way back to the car yeah. and go find the insect repellent. <laughs> I know. Which might not have been a bad idea because remember what happened when we got back to the car a couple hours later? <laughs> Uh, you made a very interesting discovery, Dave. So, so here we are in this this little beautiful valley, and there's quite a few cars that oh, drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like in the suburbs, but there's probably five to ten cars in the two three hours that we were there oh, fly fishing. Probably more than that. Maybe I mean, more than that. A, yeah, it's a highway that runs through this little valley. It's the <laughs> the highway. So it's almost dark, and we finally get back to the truck. We've been fly fishing three or four hours. And I realized I had left the driver's door open <laughs> on the left side. Yeah, In other words, where the cars it. were coming. It was open. I'd left the car door open. Oh, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> we both just busted out laughing. I mean, what, what else can you do? Yeah, after we realized that, okay, the battery hasn't drained from the, the dome light. And, the... and my wallet was still there. I had it in the, the, the little... Uh, cubbyhole area or whatever you call that the uh that yeah. center area yeah you that's know, right yeah we're still in there i was thinking oh thank goodness oh, for wisconsin boy. right so i know it i know a lot of honest <laughs> people were driving up yeah. and down that valley that day oh but uh, the day ended all right yeah we redeemed the day with yeah. a great meal at the legacy which is yeah. a great place in coon valley yeah wisconsin the legacy yep and Sat outside, beautiful evening, and oh, it was gorgeous. Just, Great uh, food. Oh, I know. What just, did you have that night? I don't remember. Oh, I had. Did I have shrimp? I think. Oh yeah, I think you had shrimp. Boy, they were really good. We just sat there and reminisced about uh, what catching a absolutely day. nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Now that changed the next morning. I mean, you came through in a big way. You caught one, <laughs> I didn't did. you? You did. So at some point, I always default to when I'm absolutely not catching anything. I'll throw a woolly booger on, and I'll drop a San Juan, and I'll drift it. I don't strip it. I mean, you can no. strip it, right? Obviously, it's more of a streamer than it is anything. But I so I put a woolly booger on, dropped a San Juan, and I was I was uh, drifting it, and I caught a what I thought was a pretty nice yeah, brown. Yeah, yeah, it was. But, yeah. I, but I need to confess something to you. All right. And this is actually really hard for me to say because oh. I didn't tell you that day. Oh. I didn't really catch that thing. I snagged it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I remember when you were walking oh, over, I was hurrying up. I tried because I had it. it, had, it I had snagged it along the side of it, you know. So, oh, man. <laughs> it definitely, I mean, my... 
it twitched, right? So yeah. my, my strike indicator went down. So I got oh, a strike. Oh, oh, oh. But I, when I set the hook, I caught him on the side of the fin. Oh, oh, I had no idea. I took a video of that, too. It's a good thing it didn't come out of the water. Oh, my word. Well, I saw you kind of jump down. It's like, man, you're in a hurry. Like, you've caught fish before, dude. I mean, this is not this is a 20-inch so fish. Oh, it's that's so true because I didn't let you know that until right no, now. No, that's good. Confession is good for the soul. Good no, job. Really? I'm, I'm so proud of you. Oh, man. That is hilarious. So anyway, oh, but hey, before goodness. that, before that, so one of the things we decided to do is, hey, let's get up early. It's getting on the water early and then let's get out because yeah. we, we realized, you know, some days you just need to. Oh, I know. We were there, in. what, by 7 or 7? No, no, we were there at 630. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. We were there yeah. at 630. So yeah. we get to the spot. It was the same spot that we were in the night before. We were fishing a place called Bohemian Creek. And we thought, hey, let's hit these runs again. But we want to go downstream this time because the runs are a lot more frequent. And You realize uh, what you're doing. You're telling people exactly where we fish. Yeah, exactly. That's nah, a big well, stretch. Yeah, that's a big yeah, stretch. Yeah. But I tell you what, it was, um, so we were standing there. We just about are ready to walk down to the river, down to the creek. Yeah. About ready to you know, shut the truck, uh, shut the doors on the truck and up pulls a car and two fly fishers get out and the fly guy it was obviously a guide and someone he was taking out and he says well he, he and the first thing is hey guys how you doing we're gonna go downstream and Steve goes yeah first you said yeah that sounds good he goes, and then you go no we're gonna go downstream well because that's what I intended I, I just get mixed up the, the way the river upstream was or downstream I do that yeah. all the time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean he, he, he sort of asked he did ask but it was kind of a statement yeah, it was you more know, of a statement some yeah. guys ask a question but they're making a statement okay if we go go downstream and uh, yeah well wait wait a minute no no, no. we're, we're Got my directions mixed up. We're, we're actually headed down. And then I confirmed yeah. it. I said, no, we are going downstream. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So then they jumped in the, in the car and then left. But eventually, he, he turned back around. And then eventually, this fly fisher ended up coming from the bottom yeah. and end up mm -hmm. really where we were fly fishing. Yeah, he did. And the only thing that saved him from us giving him a piece of our mind that we could ill afford to lose was that by then we realized this is hopeless. It's, uh, yeah. you, know, you it's, have the river to yourself. Be blessed. Go fly fish. Yeah, if you can that, catch fish, right. more power to yeah, you. Yeah, we just weren't doing anything at all. So, so that was our trip. Yep, that's pretty much it. Oh, man. So I guess the question is, so, Dave, what did we do to salvage the trip? Because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was actually it a was. lot of fun. Well, first of all, you know, we've said this a million times. Um, we go to eat. You know, we go to Fly Fish that's and Eat. That's right. You and can... um, I love that place called yep. The Legacy. That's Great really food good. in a place you don't expect it. Yep. And uh, so the food was outstanding. Yep. So, good meal always yep. uh, makes things better, yep. doesn't it? And you know what? Just the opportunity to, to share that together, just a lot of conversation. That was great. And we even uh, dreamed a little bit about a trip to Montana that we're taking later in the summer and, and we even, or in the fall. And we even dreamed about fishing that stretch during a, uh, during a time when there's insect hatches. I don't think I mentioned that. That was part of the problem. We hit it uh, right between or, or right after some of the really good hatches and and it was so sunny out and it, yeah, there was, it was so much sun on the water it was it was impossible right and that's why we waited later in the day and we we tried to fish you know undercut banks but yeah there, there was just nothing happening at all 
So, you know, one of the things, too, that I, I did, I think, that helped is I, I actually practiced some of my casting, and I really worked on casting an inch from the bank just along those little yeah. runs. And, you know, I'm, I'm normally not that patient. It's like, I want to catch fish. But I, I think when I realized, hey, this probably isn't going to happen, maybe, you know, if, if I make the cast of my life, I'll, uh, I'll catch something. Well, I, I made three or four casts of my life. And nothing, but yeah. but it, it was just good. I think because it was uh, one of the first times we, you know, we were able to get out together. Uh, I didn't mind the practice session. Now next time I won't be so patient. <laughs> well, the other thing I did was I tried mousing for the first time. I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I had purchased earlier in the year um, some big mouse patterns, and I've always wanted to do this so. We stopped at the at the fly shop and I got a little help on how to do it. And so I actually tried it. So I, you know, cut off my tippet or not my tippet, my leader and got it to where it was probably at the three X or, you know, three and a half, four X mm-hmm. and just tried mousing. And I actually really kind of enjoyed it, learning how to slap the mouse uh, on the stream to strip it back. And I didn't do well, but I probably fly fished it 45 minutes. Oh, that's and, good. Um, and, it was kind of a new experience. Yeah. I thought, yeah, you know, I might try yeah. this again sometime. Yeah. But I only did it because mm-hmm. nothing else was working. Yeah. And so that was one of the benefits yeah. of having a... So a, do you think from your experience that you could uh, you could do as well snagging fish with that mouse as you do with the San Juan worm? <laughs> I tell you what, that size six hook could get any oh, big man. brown, I tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to let you forget this. I think that's going to be a key part of, of the next... Uh, 10 podcasts that we do. Are you sure you actually caught that trout or did you snag that trout? I know. Good night. It's like carp fishing, right? Yeah, yeah. It really is true. You know, I think, too, the solitude was great. Always love it. That's that's such a beautiful, picturesque place. And, you know, we didn't prolong it. We headed for home a bit early. And sometimes that's just just what you have to do. Call it in. Just to say, Call the game. Yeah, this is not happening. We're... You know we're we're getting beat 18 to nothing in the you know the fifth inning and you know they're they're throwing their number one starter let's just let's just pack it in yeah exactly so, so let me ask you this dave why was it okay that that, that trip was a dud Oof, that's a good question i think we have so many trips under our belt through the years and both of us fly fish to catch fish you don't fly fish yeah. you know purely because the art and skill and romance of it we love to catch fish but yeah there is that piece when you think about two guys in a river it's you know it's for the love of fly fishing yeah right? and mm-hmm. so it's about the larger experience it is it really and is part of the experience is not catching fish yep. right i mean at the end of the day that's that's fishing as opposed to you know shooting yep. ducks in a, in a bathtub so yep. um I think what made it great was just the friendship, the laughter, Mm -hmm. obviously the food, but just the whole piece of it, right? Yeah. And the older you get, you start to realize how precious these moments are because you don't know how many you're going to have. And and any day fly fishing, even without catching fish, is a million times better than not fly fishing. Yeah. um, I I agree with you. I, I think we've had so many good days over the our lives and we've had some not so good days that you realize that's that's what fly fishing is like you know it's it's not automatic and that's probably part of what makes it fun it's a challenge and some days you just have to accept you have to take what the river gives you boy that's oh man that's good yeah some days it gives you a lot and other days uh 
uh, not much at all unless you're skilled at snagging fish. <laughs> all right, I, I'll stop that. I, I love that you told me that. That is so funny. All right. Well, it's time now for great stuff from our listeners. Recently, Dave wrote an article on 11 reasons you're not catching trout. I think, honestly, we have another 11 <laughs> after the trip we just described, exactly. right? Look oh, for the man. second version of that. I know. But listen to this. Mark, a listener, offered this comment on Facebook. He says, I know my main reason. I don't get to fish enough. <laughs> oh, man, we hear you, oh, Mark. Oh, baby, we got you We there. hear you. We yeah, really absolutely. do. Well, that's going to do it for today. Please tell us about a less-than-stellar fly fishing trip and how you salvaged it. How did you make the most out of it? Please share your thoughts with us by going to twoguysinariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. How do you salvage a trip or a day on the water when it turns out to be a dud? You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. We'd love a review from you. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcasts. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of snagging. <laughs> <laughs> for the love of fly fishing. <laughs>